Okay, so today's Vad was dedicated to Lu Nishmat of Romeo Ben Svi, Bezrat Hashem, the Zechut of the Torah, the Zechut of Tzedakah, of Romeo Ben Svi, is the Shomer, she have an Aliyah, Bezrat Hashem. Okay, so now we're holding a week before Oshana. It's starting to become a little bit more tangible, a tangible reality. And I was thinking what to talk about today, and I think like this. You know, it says in the Chazal that on Rosh Hashanah we have Shloisha Svarim Niftachim. The three books opened. Eli, I used to learn this with your father every single year we went over this year. Shloisha Svarim Niftachim. Sadikim Gemurim, Nechtavim, Nechtavim, they're written down in Sefer Chaim. Shoyim are written in Sifrei Mason and Beinanim are Tluyim Va'oyinim. They wait until Yom Kippur. If they do Tshuva, they're written in the Sefer Achaim. If not, not. Means there's only two books. Ultimately, there's only two books. Sifrei Chaim, Sifrei Mason. Either you get in right away or you have time. But at the end of the day, there's only two books to get into. Now, what does it mean, Sifrei Chaim, Sifrei Mason? What does that mean? The Taisus asks Akasha, he says, you see, Tzadikim Gemurim, that they pass away. And then you see Rishoyim Gemurim, that they live. So what does it mean? Sefer Chaim, Sefer Mesim. So Taisus says, it means for the din of Olam Habo. That's what it means. It shows what that means exactly. There's a lot of Marmachimus on this, from Chals and Goyans, and a lot of Marmachimus on this, that the point is, that first we have to see what your status is. A tzaddik is a person who's called truly living, a person who's truly living. It means he has a purpose in life, and even deeper, the Maral says, I'm going to explain that in a minute with the Maral and the Goyin, a tzaddik is a person who's truly alive, and a Russian is Korean Mason, even though his heart is beating, but he's called dead. So Sifre Chaim, Sifre Mason, means first what status you are. Are you a truly living person? That's called Sifrei Chaim. Are you not a truly living person? Even if you're alive, that's called Sifrei Mesim. That's step one. Step two is Olam Hazar. That means a tzaddik who's truly living, let's say for an example, when he gets his Gashmias, he's not getting his Gashmias on the Cheshman of his mitzvahs. He's getting his Gashmias as an expense account. I means a person who came into this world and he's doing what he's supposed to do, Hashem will give him parnasa because that's what he needs, that's one of the kalim that he needs for his avoidah. So it's not coming off, he's not eating off his mitzvahs. If a rasha is granted life, since he's not living a purposeful life, and he's not doing anything productive for the world, if anything on the contrary... So if he's eating, he's eating off his own mitzvahs. That's what Rabbi Petterberger said, that this world is like a very expensive hotel. You know, an expensive hotel, when you take a water from the room, it's going to cost you $10 for this little bottle, you know. So he's eating off his Elam So it means you can't have people live or die. That's not the point. The point is what book you're in. Are you a person who lives a purposeful life? going in the right direction, using this world for what this world was designed for, you're, then you're alive. If not, you're a dead person. Now, a little bit deeper than that is that the Goyen is Mazman, the Maral is like this, that a person is 
has a, a life, he's living, right? So either he's living because he's attached to his neshama and he's getting chiyus from his neshama, which is nitzchi. That's called alive. Something that will live forever is called alive. But if he's living off his nefesh habahami, also has chiyus. But that's like living off a battery. A battery is not uh, alive. It's not called live because it expires. When you have a battery, a battery has life, but battery life, you know, it doesn't last too long. So the Nefesh Bahami, it's alive, it's walking around, an animal walks around, but it's not considered like it's defined that it has life, because ultimately it expires and goes back to the ground. So if a person is considered a Russia, is not considered alive, so how does his heart beat, you know? That's coming from his Nefesh Bahami. So, and that has an expiration date. That's eventually going to end. So he's not called alive. So even though a person can walk out of Roshan and live through a year, doesn't necessarily mean that he's alive. It means he's living off his Nefesh Abaham. It doesn't mean that he's living off the Chius from his Neshama, right? So, on one hand, it's a little bit scary, this thing, because it's a question of, are you alive, real life, meaning attached to your Neshama? And living a purposeful life. And the Mela, all the things that happen to you is coming to you as a tzaddik. Sometimes tzaddikim have Yisurim too, which is good for them. Sometimes tzaddikim have uh, Yisurim Shalava, you know. Everything is coming to you second step. What happens to you in life is coming because of the first step. You understand? That's the idea. But it's also a little bit lighter for us. Because the Rambam says... What defines a tzaddik in Russia, so he says, even though the Chazal say that it's roiv, if it's roiv, he says it doesn't work, the roiv doesn't work based on calculations of one, two, three, four, five. It means Hashem knows, you know, what's called roiv, but the concept, the idea, says in the Bali Musa that it means, but Derek Klal, a person who has roiv, it defines what kind of person you are. And if you have miyut, it defines what kind of person you are. So basically, in other words, to be zoycha bedin of Rosh Hashanah doesn't mean that you have to be in your behavior at tzaddik. It doesn't mean that. What it means to be zoycha in the din of Rosh Hashanah, what's coming out from all these marmikoyimists, obviously there's a lot here, is basically if you have the right mindset of direction in life. The guy's working on himself, the guy's... He has a reason, he has a, 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 a toichen to his life. He's moving in the right direction. For the din Rosh Hashanah, you call it tzaddik. That's a tzaddik. The mela, what does that mean, you're a tzaddik? It means you live a purposeful life. You live a purposeful life, maybe you have the siyat of the Shema, you'll have whatever it takes. That's the second step. So it, in a certain way, it makes it easier. So that's why we go back to that point that we mentioned originally from Biruchim. Biruchim says, fix your ashkafa, you're good for din Rosh Hashanah. Because the point is, now I just, I might have been going this way, now I just get back on the path, and now I understand I'm going the right direction. So it's not such a pressure, it's only about refocusing of what we want to do and what we want to accomplish. You can't be at Sadi Gomor after one year, it's impossible. What are you going to do for the next 80 years of your life, you know? So to become something, you gotta, it takes a long time to become something. But I just got back on track, that's really what it is, just getting back on track. So I was thinking, based on all this, that a good piece to learn right now, we have a couple of minutes to learn Rabbeinu Yaina, 
fascinating piece of Rabbi Yoyin. Rabbi Yoyin is in the Shah Shlish and Shah Tshuva, and he's talking about what his agenda over here in these paragraphs are, is he said a fascinating point, a general fascinating point. People think that as long as I'm not a choyte, as long as I'm not a sinner, I'm good. So he said, you didn't come to this world, I mean, I'm saying it in my words, but that's what he says, you didn't come to this world not to sin. You came to this world to do something with your life. So if you could come to this world and not sin, but you don't work on mitzvah's essays, which he's going to explain in a minute, then you basically are <coughs> living a purposeless life, even though you were never chayte. Most people don't think like that. As long as I'm, I'm careful not to steal, not to look at what I'm not supposed to look at, not, okay? not to sinaschinim, not lashon hara, you know, they, we focus a lot on keeping away from negative behavior. But to actually work on positive things like emuna, betochen, tefillah, Torah, all these things, to put a big focus on that, people don't. As long as they're not sinning, they're good. Rabbi Yehuda says you missed the boat because you didn't come to the world not to sin. And he says even when it comes to lavin, the way you shtaig is when you're faced with a test and you don't do the avera, you makayim a positive commandment of Yerushalayim. So the way you grew was only with a mitzvah You could only grow with mitzvah That's his point. Okay. So then he says, he's going to quote about 12 milas. In mitzvah's essay. And he ends off the paragraph, and I'm going to try to bring out a big word if we have time. At the end of the paragraph, he says as follows. He says that for these milas, ba'avur ha-milas ha'ela nivra'oda. You were created to acquire these milas. I think it's about 12. These milas, you were created for that purpose. So what hope is there for a human being who came to this planet who do not put his effort and energy in working on something that he was born for? That's a statement. That means a person can go his whole life, he's not a chayte, but he didn't work on these things, this list, then he's living a purposeful life. Not living a purposeful life. He's wasting his life. So going back to, to before we go into the list, just to go back. So again, we said Rosh Hashanah is you come to the Abishta, I'm living a purposeful life. Invest in me. That's all it is. I'm working in a, I have a, a purposeful life. Please invest in me. Give me time. Give me energy. Give me life. Give me the resources I need. Let me have an expense account. My panos is on the expense account. This is on the expense account. Let me do my work. You created me, you invested in me, and I'm re- you know, like a guy has a business, he looks at his workers, are you worth the money I pay you? You're not worth the money I pay you. So I want you to reinvest in it. That's it. If a guy does not have any of these things on his list, it's very hard for us to ask to invest again. If these are the reasons why you were created, okay? So just briefly, what does he say? What's the list? So if anyone says his list. He says, number one, Mailas Abichir. This is in this week's parasha. And it says, Ubachar to Bachayim. Now this is a tough one. Because what does it mean a guy is a Mailas Habichir? Bechir is a Chiyuv. Ubachar to Bachayim means you have a Chiyuv. 
when you're faced with a test, choose good or bad, it's a, it's a chiyuv, it's not a milo. What's the milo? So again, this is a long shmuz, but basically the milo bechira means a very deep thing. U to bechayim, right? So as I tell you, this is death, this is poison, this is life. So if you tell me this is death, this is life, you have to tell me to choose life. Obviously, I'm not going to choose death, right? So what does it mean, Bechar to Bechayim? Bechar to Bechayim means you have to be boicher in this and feel the chius in your life from here. That means that God doesn't want you just to do the behaviors. Do the behaviors? No. Where is my vitality coming from? Where is my geshma coming from? Where is my life? Where is my chius? So, Hashem is saying the Torah Mahalach HaChayim the Torah Mahalachachayim is a place that you have to work. This is where the work is, that you have to feel chiyus from it. You have to feel sipuk from it. You have to feel like, like, like you're living. You understand? That's, that's a big work to feel like that. Not just to follow behaviors. It's a chiyus. So if a person has a mailas aboicha, boicha means I choose, I chose something voluntarily because I want it. Not just because I have to do it. So there, that means there has to be a place of chiyus. I have to develop a chiyus from tefillin. I have to develop a chiyus from davening. I have to develop a chiyus from the dinam and ben adam I have to develop a chiyus. It's milus It's a big work. Then he says you have milus talmud Torah. Shnei mavadi bartabam. Milus lechas b'darke Hashem. All these milus to work on your midas. That's the lachta b'jochov. Milev is born in Begadlus Hashem. Some of the Gersoyes is Milev's Abetochen, right? Then he says, each one he brings Psukim for. Milev's Zikor and Chasdov is born in Bam, that a person has to spend time remembering the Chasdah Hashem and being born in them. Very interesting over here, Agav, where he says, Shenema Vezochartas Aderech. You have to remember all the miracles Hashem did for us in the Bidbo. Venema. What's, what's going under the category of being Mizboinim Bechaz De Hashem? Mizboinim Bechaz De Hashem is the Tzoros that he gives you. The Chesed and the Yesurim that he gives you. That's also Nichlal in his Boinim Bechaz De Hashem, just on its own. Big Yisraeli, right? It keeps going down the list. Right? He has, uh, Mailas HaKedusha, Mailas HaAvoida, Mailas HaYira, Mailas Avas Hashem, Mailas HaDvekes. Basically about 10, 12 Mailas over here. This is what you were born for. If this is what you were born for, you gotta put your energy into it, otherwise you're wasting your life. Now he says a line like this. Last Yisraeli, I just wanna bring out before Slichas, he says like this. So when I told you that line earlier, Ravenia says, You were created for this purpose. Where's the Makar? Shenema. Because it says in the Pasik, Now this Pasik that he just quoted, later in the Shar, says this is the Makar, that the purpose of life is making a Kiddush Hashem. That's the purpose of life. Making a kiddush Hashem. And therefore he says that a person who makes a kiddush Hashem, not only did he do the worst sin possible, but, and not only did he not live the life that he was created to do, but he learned hepech from them. That's the pasuk he brings. So why is this pasuk over here, the makar to these ten milers, 
saw in this pasuk that says Kol Anikra Bishmil Chayni Berasiv. He saw in this pasuk that you have to have these miles, miles Aboichem, miles Talmud Torah, but Bichas Hashem, Betochin, Avas Hashem, Yiras Hashem. Where do you see it from here? So you see a very deep point, and we don't have time to expound on it. Maybe next time we'll go into it. You see a very deep point. The purpose of all these things is to develop a certain human being. It's a development of a human being that it's nicker that this human being is a godly person. The point of all avoid at the end of the day is not what goes on over here. It has to trickle down to the midas, ultimately to the action. And then you have a person that you can look at this guy and you say, Tzalem Kim is shining through this guy. He's now giving you the list how to do that. How do you develop your Tzalem Kim? You were given a Tzalem Kim. It's in you... It's inside of you in a potential state. How do you develop it that it comes to the actual and it shines forth in your life? So he gave you the broken down step process. If you work on Betochen, you work on this, you work on that, you work on these things, then it's going to come out in your life that from you it's going to be nicker that you're at Selama like him. That's going to be Kolanikr Bashmil, Khvaidi Barasa. That's the step process. Okay, we have to stop there. <laughs>